Y for Turbo. What is going on, everybody? Y for Turbo podcast here, Hockey Talk podcast. It's our third episode. Make sure if you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube, you hit that subscribe button, and any reviews or comments are highly, highly appreciated. So thank you guys again. All right, so let's get right into it. Episode 3 on Hockey Talk for Draft Analysis, 2017 NHL Draft in Chicago, Illinois. We're talking about the Dallas Stars and their third overall pick, elite two-way defenseman, Miro Hiskinen, finished descent. Really, really great puck-moving guy. Now, Dallas has been in somewhat of a transition phase, um, especially at goal. <laughs> the amount of goaltenders that have passed through in the last couple of years have been pretty staggering. Uh, I mean, I mean starting talent, because obviously a team can bring in a million, you know, minor league goaler, go- goalers, goaltenders, um, and try try them out and that kind of thing, but. Bringing in starting talent, uh, Niami, Lenton, and um, bringing you know trading away Jack Campbell, which was supposed to be the goalie of the future, um, and now bringing in Bishop, it's it's a little bit of a staggering change when you're a when you're a Stars fan because the goaltender is a very unique position. It's the hardest position in sports, and it's somebody that a team needs to be able to lean on or a duo, as they thought they would have in Niami and Lenton. And, uh, a duo you can lean on. And that's kind of the same thing in Detroit uh, with Mrazek and Howard. We all thought it was going to be a superstar season with two potential starting goaltenders fighting it out. Thought it was just going to be a stand on the head show. Uh, didn't really work out that way in either city, Dallas or Detroit. Uh, I think that these goaltenders were really good at one point uh, in time. But it just didn't work out. And the Stars are kind of realizing that they're in a transition period. Uh, Very similar to what the Wings were, I feel like, a couple years ago. Where they have a lot of talent up front. Ben, Sagan, they have Klinberg. uh, They signed veteran defensemen like Hamuse. Things of that nature. Uh, They've got a lot of really great skilled players on this team. They did lose Sharp. But it's one of those teams that you see on paper and you're like, this is scary. This is a scary team to face. And they're always in the conversation for playoffs. They get the third overall pick. They select Hiskinen, who is only 17. Uh, It's a little bit risky in my eyes because uh, especially a very mature position, such as defense, um, it's cool to see uh, a younger guy being taken this high up. Their, their highest overall pick since Madonna, by the way, guys. Crazy. Um, so they, they've got faith in him. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, he's 17. He's a year younger than, you know, most players get picked up at 18. So it's I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, when 17-year-olds go, you know it's either somebody really special or it's somebody they think has a lot of potential. So here I think it's a little bit of both. Six foot tall, 172 pounds, you know, decent size on a puck moving defenseman who's more of a two way guy. Um, it's cool because, you know, they do have this core. They have this very, su- like, it's nice. It's sweet. It's a really great core 
of defensive players um, that they've got kind of going on. Uh, Lindell, Honka with Klinberg, and then adding in uh, Hiskinen to this whole grouping. I mean, that's the top four of the future if I ever heard anything. Uh, and then obviously you can bring in different players from free agency. Now, I'm reading a lot of different articles on Hiskinen, and they're already saying this guy's got more potential than Klinberg. You know, this is their this is their number one guy of the future. That blows me away. At his age, obviously he's playing pro hockey in Liga um, for Helsinki. That's cool. Uh, 10 points in 37 games is really, really good for, for a defenseman, um, especially in a pro league at his age and size. Um, you know, he's getting assists, and that's good. If he can feed the puck to, you know, Jamie Benn, Sagan, any, really any, any forward on the team, and, uh, you know, start a play, position a play, I think it, it'll be fine. Uh, he did have five goals last season, so half his points assists, half his points goals. Um, I think once he does get an NHL build on him, he'll, uh, he'll definitely, I don't know, we could see, you know, a 30 to 40 point D guy um, overall in the first couple years, I think. And especially if what's being boasted about him is true. Um, people are saying he's super smooth skating ability. Um, his athleticism is probably his biggest asset, which is awesome. Um, you know, six foot being the league's getting taller, but like, that's still a good build. A lot of players are still under six foot. So he still is at that kind of average height range, um, at least for, you know, his position. Um, and with that athleticism, hopefully he'll be able to really outmaneuver even bigger players and work in the corners, uh, as a two way guy, 200 foot game. So that's, that's the kind of, uh, that's the kind of player you want. Somebody that can get the puck out of the zone, drive on the offense, but really stay at home, help out this, uh, this goalie core that, they're trying to build. Um, now, they did go for, uh, I think it's Odinger in the uh, 29th pick, I think, in the first round. So they're, they're building for the future with a, a first-round pick in goal. Um, you know, they're getting younger. So it's, it's cool that they're kind of building around this core that's just homegrown. Uh, that's, that's something I really, I really like about Dallas and the fact that they are trying to be this team that's making the playoffs consistently, always with their talent, um, for the most part, could be a cup contender with the right moves. And now that they're getting younger, I feel like in the next couple of years, it's inevitable that they're going to be pushed over the edge and at least get to the finals in the next couple of years, especially with this core. I mean, it's, it's not really a projection for me. I think it's just more of common sense when you have this much talent and assets. Uh, that's another thing, you know, because this core could stay the same. Or they could trade. You know, they can trade for different things, um, different players, things like that. So it, it's it's more along the lines of the Stars have acquired a lot of assets to be able to invest in the future of the team and win in the next couple of years. You know, everybody's getting older, but at the same time, this could be a team in the next five years that really does have a chance as a lot of the more super elite teams um, are kind of being pushed out because of their age, which isn't necessarily inevitable because we see the 45 year old wonder and Yager anybody can play you know well not anybody can play that long but you know if if the team medicine and sport well sports medicine and team doctors are getting better 
and the trainers are getting better and players can work longer. That's, that's awesome for me. Um, that's, that's what it's all about. So, um, what else are they saying about him? They're looking at him as a confident punk mover. I, I think I talked about that. Uh, him with the puck is, uh, he's got a leadership role. Um, transition up the ice is really good. And his creativity is something they're talking a lot about with his puck skills and, uh, puck movement, being creative, uh, as a two way guy can help not only in the offensive zone, which I think creativity is automatically thrown into where you see like, okay, Patrick Kane, really, you know, creative puck possession player. Um, you know, you could say somebody like, uh, if you want to go for a more mid tier kind of player like Gustav Nyquist, you know, I know the wings, so I'm, I'm just referencing that. Um, maybe not the most creative puck mover, but I think, um, or puck possession player, but puck movement, I think, on his part is very creative. Um, you just go check out some of his possession game highlights, and you'll see it's a little frustrating to watch when it doesn't work, but you got to admit it's a little creative, and I can just hear Blashley yelling at him from the bench. Um, you know, so if if he can do anything like that where he makes a creative play that works, and the fact that they are saying it is impressive that he's playing a, a pro game at 17 years old and having the maturity to see the ice fully, I think that's awesome. And being able to make the high percentage play is a big asset of his. Um, kind of making the calculations in his head as he goes in transition into the offensive zone, uh, makes the first pass, you know, maybe gets forwards, get it back to the point. He's creating a play on the power play, uh, even penalty kill in the defensive zone. If he does this, makes a high percentage play, he's not putting his teammates in any dangerous situations. They're never going to be vulnerable by a hit. It's never going to be one of those just murder passes where he goes right into, you know, up the boards into a collision or possibly a uh, puck intercept or steal. It's just not going to work that way with how his mind works and how his game is. Um, because of his athleticism too, he's really physical. Um, they've been saying it's not an issue even at his age and size. He's already like an NHL that like six foot one seventy two is about ten pounds out from like an NHL stat line for weight and height. I think if he gets up to like one eighty five, one ninety at that at that um, at that height, I think that'll be a little more able to play that two way game, especially in his own zone, especially with how the NHL is not as physical as maybe like five, 10 years ago. Um, it's a little faster, but if he can kind of keep that positioning to where he doesn't have to overextend, doesn't have to overdo it on the physical game, which he, it's not a problem, but if he, you know, can, can kind of get to that point, I think he'll be more than ready. Um, and, and I mean, honestly, they're just saying he's just a good good player in his own zone. Uh, I think that's the most important thing in a defenseman because a lot lately, especially with people like Carlson and, and things like that, you're seeing these puck-moving defensemen being held in the highest regard. Um, you know, and, and Carlson's the exception. He's a he's Superman, and it's, you know, he can play any kind of game he wants. Maybe not the physical game so much. Uh, you see some like hits that are just kind of in those compilations of where did that come from kind of thing. You don't expect him to throw the body. But I think it's good to have more of a two-way game um, overall. If you can throw the puck into the net, that's great. 
But if you can really shut it down in your own zone, leave it to the myriad of talent in, in Dallas to throw the puck in the net up front, I think he'll be fine. If he can stay diligent on, on defense, it's, it's fine. And it's, it's going to work. Um, it's one of those things, especially when you're having kind of a goalie situation. If you can get your goalie out of, you know, five out of six weird situations, your goalie's going to be very happy and their skill or rather their stat sheet is going to look great. So if, if he can help out that situation, build confidence in Dallas, there's nothing but success for him. Um, now, the thing is, he is staying in Finland for another season. So, you know, that's, that's, uh, he's young, so it's, it's no problem, um, there, obviously, but, uh, he's not going to be one of these top five picks that's going to jump out of the roster, like maybe, um, Hiche or, uh, or Patrick or something of that nature. Um, he's not going to jump onto the roster right away. It's going to be some time and, you know, maybe a year or two. But I think it's worth the wait, especially, like I said, three to five years, stars are going to have a core that's going to be unbelievable. And Hiskanen's going to be 20, you know, in three years. It's crazy. And if he can keep this up, if he can come onto the ice and get a 30-point season or something like that, that's fine. But if he can really stop the puck, help out his goaltender, you know, if Bishop's staying in, I'm not sure if they're really thinking about him as a long-term option. Um, I think it'll work either way. And if he's just a bridge to the next goaltender or anything like that, they're, they're just a team on the growth side of moving up. And like I said, they still have all this great talent up front. They've got some great talent in the back. And now they've got a pretty good goaltender that uh, was loved and adored in Tampa Bay. So... I think this is a, a win of a pick. Like I said, for his age, maybe a little risky, but I mean, you know, 10 points in 37 games is great. And being able to control the play in the defensive zone, especially, I think is one of the most important things when it comes to a two-way defender. You know, putting the biscuit in the basket is great, but if you can keep it out of your own, that's even better. And especially with a weaker, you know, less confident uh, goaltender side. Um, not saying Bishop is not confident, but just in the last few years, Dallas fans overall have not been confident in their goaltenders, uh, other than maybe the signing days that they got these quote unquote starters in. So, you know, if you're a Dallas fan, let me know what you guys think. Um, like I said before, you can go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, if you are listening here, that'd be great. You can leave us a little review as well um if you're on soundcloud or youtube leave a comment or you know like this it really helps us out you can also subscribe obviously on youtube and follow me on soundcloud um i really love making these talking a little about bit about hockey for me i wasn't super versed in this draft class i got out of hockey for a little bit so it's really cool kind of learning these players watching their highlights binging on watching my own kind of analysis and then just reading a ton of different articles on them. It's cool to kind of mix those together into your own opinion because at this point I, you know, I don't agree with the few things that were said online when watching his play, but at the same time I think that he was definitely a top 5 pick for this draft class and you know, it it's it's a strange it's a strange year and it's it's going to be cool to see him in 
I'm I'm guessing three years. You know, if he comes up, plays, you know, in the, the North American game, maybe for the AHL, he'll be he'll be on the the Stars lineup in no time. But I think that all we got to do is wait and see and just keep binging on those league of highlights. So thank you guys for listening or watching. If you're on YouTube, I really appreciate it. Like and subscribe if you dug it. And we will see you next time out on the ice.